Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. Another episode, by the way. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about what you can learn from the Tesla Cybertruck. So first and foremost, Neil, what is a Tesla Cybertruck? Tesla decided to release a new car. And this car, instead of being an SUV or a compact car or a sports car that's super fast like a Ferrari, they decided to release a truck that would compete with the Ford F-150, the Chevy... I don't even know all the models of trucks. I just know there's a Ford F-150. Chevy has their own versions of a pickup truck. Toyota has a Tacoma and Toyota Tundra. And what Tesla did that was interesting this time is they created a truck that was inspired by a James Bond movie, as well as there was one other show. that Blade Runner. Blade Runner. There you go. And it was a really cool looking truck. Yeah. So there's a couple of marking lessons that you can learn from the Cybertruck. And I recommend uh, if you want to take some time, if you're going to do a big reveal, you can basically watch on YouTube the Cybertruck reveal with Elon Musk, right? So one thing is that I thought was interesting that people think it was basically it was a mistake that they made, but I think it actually got them more press was they have these black tinted windows and they're supposed to be shatterproof, right? And what happened was before they actually did the big unveiling, the Cybertruck team, the Tesla team, they actually had these steel balls that they were throwing at the window and it didn't break, right? So you can see the preview, it actually, the shatterproof glass windows actually withstood the impact of the steel balls. Now, What happened on stage was different. The guy came up and he threw the steel ball at the glass. It didn't break, but it did kind of have the big glass kind of damage mark, right? So then he threw it out the front window and then it kind of, you know, started to crack. And then he threw it at the back window and it cracked as well. So, you know, they got all this publicity around how they basically kind of failed on that. But in my opinion, like it didn't completely shatter, right? So I think when you look at my opinion is then, you know, I'm a Tesla customer. When you have a brand around that, that generally has done good things and uh, they're kind of getting more press. I think it's actually a net positive in the long term. So that's one thing. Neil? In my opinion, it hurt pre-orders a little bit with the shattered glass. And on top of that, it affected their stock price, right? Their stock price went down a little bit. I think it went Uh, up 1%. It went down, what, 4%? Is that what you said? I think it went up 1% the day after. No, during the day of it, I'm pretty sure I read articles on how it went down. I think the day of, but then the day after it went up 1%. Once they started announcing the pre-orders, I think that started helping their stock price. But in general, when you think about Tesla and what they did, the best thing that they did in the marketing was they did a tug-of-war competition between them and an F-150, right, which would be their competitor. They didn't use an F-150 that was equivalent, supposedly, from all the articles that were read. And based off of physics, you know, it was cheating and the way it was done, Tesla would have won no matter what. But that's okay because perception is reality. 
right? The average Joe who's listening doesn't understand physics or all these things. They see a Tesla pulling F-150 and they'll be like, wow, the Tesla's stronger. Even though they did it in a way that would help the Tesla, it doesn't matter at all. And that's something you guys should all consider in your marketing. Where, you know, I'm not trying to tell you to lie, cheat, steal. In essence, I'm telling you perception is reality in which when you're doing marketing, you need to look at your copy, your messaging, your images, your video. Think about what image you want to portray and portray it. You don't want to lie to people and tell them your product and service does X, Y, and Z when it doesn't. But doing a tug of war competition, there really isn't anything. It's all perception, right? You can show like Ford has a video on YouTube where they're pulling a million pounds. It's a train and they're showing how F-150 pulls it. Perception is reality. A Ford can't actually tow a million pounds. You know, using a train that has wheels and momentum and all this kind of stuff helps them out. If they had a million pound slab in the back of the pickup truck, the truck would break and it wouldn't be able to tow it. All right. Actually, I'll add on top of that. So based on that PR stunt that they did, the Ford team actually challenged them to the to basically like a legit tug of war. Right. And, you know, naturally, Elon being the guy that he is, I mean, he loves marketing. He loves kind of PR. I mean, he accepted. Now, the thing is, the Ford team probably once it got up to legal, they decided to back out because they don't want to give more press to Elon at the end of the day. Sure, he might lose or he might win. Who knows what will happen? But they don't want to help their competitor at the end of the day. So that's one more thing. And if you look at the truck itself, it has a really unique look to Neil's point earlier. I mean, it looks like it came out of Blade Runner, right? And I think, what's his name? Wesley Snipes actually approved it the way it looks, right? So this is a scenario where the product actually does the marketing it's just because it looks so unique. It doesn't look like any other truck out there. And it does look like you're kind of going into the future, right? And I think to pre-order it, here's another thing that's amazing to me. The pre-order price is, it's only a hundred bucks. And I think the base model is going to cost 40 grand, which is a decent price for a car, like a you know car in the United States. Neil, do you have anything else to add? The last thing from my end is know your audience as well. So when you're marketing out to them, you know, yeah, sure, Elon's going after the Ford F-150 or whatever it may be. If you need a truck for corporate construction type of purposes, it could be a great truck. It may not because of how the trunk is designed of the truck, right? Like the bed on what you can put in there. We won't know until it actually comes out. But those are all things to consider. So when you're marketing, look at your audience and try to figure out who you're trying to appeal to. See, I myself was thinking about putting an order for the Tesla Cybertruck. I didn't care that it won the tug war or anything like that. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. The issue was is when I was doing the filling out the information for the pre-order, I wanted the one that would last 500 miles instead of like 200 or whatever the lower limit was. And I would have to, in essence, wait till I think it was like 2021 or 2022. And I'm like, oh, this is a long time. So I didn't end up doing it. But if you're a trucker or you're someone who in construction or someone who would use a truck, for the purposes that most people would buy a truck for, you'd have to ask yourself, is that truck bed designed for my target audience? So what I'm getting at with your marketing, think about who your audience is. And I'm not saying Tesla failed at this. I'm just saying they probably do know who their audience is. But you want to make sure that whatever you're building, whatever you're selling, your messaging, however you're appealing, you need to make sure it appeals to everyone who would be your potential customer. 
All right, everyone. So our next event is going to be happening in San Francisco. If you want to learn how to get better at marketing from the best in the world and also better at business in general, you can go to marketingschool.io/alive to fill out an application. Uh, we're actually rapidly improving that site right now too. Follow application. You know, we'll see if it is a good mutual fit. And also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.